Okay. We can start now. Ah, okay. So, oh, so basically unemployment yeah, is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before that, uh I would like to welcome you to our podcast Our Chill Kare. And this is Prizil Somana, your who is co-host co-hosting this podcast today. Today I'm with uh, my good friend uh, Siddharth Nambiar who is from Kerala and who's one of oh, my really best friends. Yeah. was one of my best friends from college days so yeah we're pretty close and we share so many similar traits and you could say he's the only uh a good friend that i made from my college days so i'm happy to welcome him to our podcast today and we hope to entertain you and give you some insights about different topics that we are going to bring up as we move along in this uh podcast of ours so uh siddharth do you want to introduce yourself go ahead and do your best just give a brief uh, introduction well, well thoman i'm just a regular student college going student still doing my bba final year exams and of course right now we are here to talk about certain topics well multiple topics for say and i guess we start off with unemployment well yeah yeah why not yeah yeah first of all you have seen first of all what problems unemployment rates have reached now due yeah. to covid yeah that's just yeah. a scratch of what's going on right now and of course we even heard about uh, uh, pretty much all the old people who got who had their jobs then getting unemployed and then after that now uh, new companies are searching for uh, new uh, younger people now and now the old people who got fired they're just not being able they're not able to get their jobs back because of this it's become an issue now And yes. Yeah, that's pretty much just the start of where we're going. You got any plans? Any thoughts on it? Yeah, it's kind of weird because uh, you know, like when you actually apply for a job, for an entry level of job, you are asked to have at least three or four years of experience, prior experience, before entering that job. But the problem is, no one is willing to provide us with job to gain that experience in the first place, and the reason being. the people who are actually uh not getting the jobs back uh, is because the companies are not willing to pay the amount that they solely deserve like they work so hard they've gained so so much of experience but uh, for some reasons these organizations don't see the value and they are like we can just uh, bring in and kick out people any at any point of time and just get away with it because our system is such that uh, uh if one person actually decides to quit a job and he he can immediately be replaced without uh without any bearings on the organization so it's uh, it's a problem of the entire system i would say that we are currently living in and especially for the people especially for the students who are just graduating uh who are not from the top tier colleges like the iits or nit or whatever you want to call it for them if they are not placed inside the college then getting a job outside outside of placements is almost like uh, an impossible job you know what happened to us right what happened uh, during this yeah. covid and entire thing how we graduated and but uh, Uh, it is a struggle it is a struggle for sure so struggle yeah okay. uh so i pretty much heard at one point that uh so there were people who got laid off during covid right yeah 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 so yeah. 
apparently there was of course there was some that didn't get laid off they still had their jobs yeah but now it came to a point where everything is opening up yeah. things are starting to open up slowly yeah and what's happening is now that companies are actually trying to uh, mass hire new people now new candidates yeah but it's coming to a point where they want most of the good can- candidates by offering them more money yeah now what's happening here is that the old uh, old workers who are working for that company they're not getting as much salary as the new one and pretty much the old workers are now trying to negotiate terms to increase yeah. their salary yeah now because the old workers are now negotiating they're they're also getting fired yeah because they've done their duty what they had to do they're getting fired but now the new young workers that are actually given a higher raise they're just given the money like yes. in my opinion i think it should probably be especially if someone who is an old uh, employee in that company i think he should be pretty much treated well because he showed a form of loyalty to that company showing that he would actually work for that company very well he just still he realized that in his life as he's growing up salary will be important as growing up nobody can deny that so pretty much the company did not show that loyalty back that's what's happening right now and because of that new unemployment rates have started just because people want a little bit uh, in the increase in their salary which yes. is something which i heard from family members and this pretty much actually sparked and like a topic of this you know it pretty much had me thinking for a while yes yes Such yes ways to unemployed someone yes and uh, don't you think uh, there should be a kind of balance between experience and freshness you know like uh, the people we are our country produces like millions of graduates every single year and many of them struggle to find a job so it is important that we build a system where even freshers have a reasonable chance at getting a job and getting the experience that is required to advance in their careers and move forward no no thing that is the system they should be focusing on i mean to make that happen they stick there has to be a change in the entire system of how we operate uh, uh, employment so basically what do you think what do you think should be the actions that should be taken by the government so that uh, this whole entire system that is rigid can be uh, structured more properly what do you think is are the solutions for this i think from at the moment we can all say that of course covid is such a for that it's not gone anywhere and this was actually one of the big rises of unemployment ever since it struck that was it if you see drafts up literally it's like a mountain on just that year and you know that it's actually increased so much in just rural uh, rural areas of unemployment rates and pretty much if you were to ask me best ways to actually make it better i guess the first form would be self tested of covid that's the first action one must take otherwise if nobody does that then that's just going to keep increasing and people are just it will cause more lockdowns and that will cause more unemployment so in my opinion i think the first option should be health care of covid of course the only way to do that is by actually following the rules which pretty much i see nobody doing so that's one thing that's out of the way right there and of course this later on if i were to think about more it would pretty much depend on what the company should do 
companies yeah. tend to earn money quite a lot let's be honest here they big companies they earn a lot of money based on what they do yeah yeah they yeah, 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 yeah. Jobs. yeah yeah like when you see the whole chart of growth of a company i think most companies didn't take much of a damage especially top yeah. tier companies uh, fortune 500 companies they didn't they didn't take much of uh, a damage when it comes to the whole pandemic i think their growth yeah, actually yeah. doubled in this doubled. period yeah so it's, it's mostly uh, because of them doing their jobs online they did yeah. it at home yeah and that's what made it all brilliant but yeah at the same time they're not they're not hiring new people which they could have done because it, they don't need space in the office at that time yeah forget, forget about uh, forget about uh, hiring new people they completely failed in terms of uh, paying the people the amount they deserved you know like yeah. the amount they deserve they are just like taking advantage of the entire system and the desperation of people and just uh, making all this uh, a greater advantage for them in terms of they are like you are desperate for a job so now we're gonna make you work for the salary that is way lower than what is expected of us Yeah, so your qualification doesn't, doesn't matter. Your experience doesn't yeah. matter. All that matters is that it's our choice what we want to pay for you and how you will actually uh, take it. It's like there is uh, there is this fundamental flaw where we see these companies continuously abusing the employees uh, both financially mentally and physically you could say physically yeah it takes yeah, a toll on mental it. health takes a toll on yeah. your men- mental health this entire pressure there is so much pressure in the corporate world or beat any kind of job with very little security i think this is this is the main cause of depression among millennials or this gen z or yeah, whatever yeah. because there is so yeah. much expectations there is so much of expenses but the salaries are such that uh, it is not matched to the expenses so obviously there will be you know impl- impl- implications for these mental health issues and whatever it is and uh, yeah true true yeah it is very much true at this point i think they even take they even take advantage of since they are at home they increase time yeah. of how long they have to work Yeah. making them un- unavailable for any free time in their own house yeah i it's think pretty uh, much a pain for them i think the only country i heard that it is in netherlands or somewhere that uh, they have passed a uh, bill that suggests that no boss or manager can uh, reach to an employee after 6 o'clock or 9 o'clock after that they cannot send emails or any sort of messages to the employees asking them to work for a longer shift or whatever because there needs to be a balance work life balance yeah yeah so yeah that's just something that was completely ignored when work from home was initiated though yeah work, yeah completely ignored i mean these corporate people are evil that's the whole point you are right they are evil so, they don't care about their employees they don't care about society or social issues they just want to make money they just want to make tons and tons of money and just get richer and richer i don't know yeah. man it's just kind of like about that's literally like how petrol prices have increased 
Yeah. Have you seen the uh, how the difference of where the money goes? Have you actually checked out on where the petrol money goes? Actually, I haven't. Can you explain it so, more so that yeah, our yeah. audience? Yeah. Exactly. So literally, this this blew my mind, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Seventy-nine to eighty percent is literally tax. Wow. Whatever we have to spend. So in if you want hundred rupees, is now become the uh, this one. Uh, If you pay hundred rupees, you get a liter pretty much of petrol, and that's become uh, quite expensive now because of that. And that's incredibly expensive. Like if you were to say before COVID, the cost used to be around seventy, seventy rupees, seventy-one rupees, eighty rupees. That used to be the cost, and now it's become hundred rupees in one go. And pretty much that hundred rupees. Now, if I were to fill that one liter. Hundred rupees. That eighty percent of that hundred rupees is being taken as only tax, while the rest twenty percent is paid to whoever supplied the petrol. That is pretty much abroad people, those who you know the Gulf countries that give the petrol. So that is the bracket right there. The rest, that eighty percent goes to the government, and this tax is not meant for construction of roads or anything. No, it's just gone to the government. That's how it is. And the rest twenty percent is supposed to be for payment of the petrol itself. That is mind-boggling. That's, that's mind-boggling. This right here is this right here is what you were talking about. The cost of people being evil. There's also this kind of problems tend to happen as well. And you you see like you get really confused, saying like, "Oh my god!" Like they get a lot of money through this. And since petrol is like their only form of earning money, they just increase it a lot. And Very, it is mind-boggling. It's too much. My God, my God, man, my God. These are the stuff that now people sh- because of this. It's because of this issue. Uh, people started shifting to electric cars now. Electric vehicles. In my uh, in my apartment, someone has an electric vehicle, and I mean, I don't know how far they can go with us. I mean, uh, electric vehicles are of the future. That is. Guaranteed at this point, but yeah, uh, yeah. India is still far away from you know actually getting to the point where everyone can afford an electric car or whatever. Car, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, we don't have the developers or the required uh, technological setup to establish this system of electric cars properly. So I heard, I read somewhere that uh, India would start affording. India would become completely developed in terms of electric vehicles for everyone, mm. like hundred to hundred and fifty years from now. That's yeah. what some someone had actually came up with that mm. uh, thought, and I was like, oh, that's just far, but quite truthful to be fair. Like, I mean, let's be honest here. I also heard. I also sense. heard that uh, Tesla will start production in Bangalore or some something somewhere. Oh yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That will be huge. Yeah, but uh, but let's be honest. Uh, people like eighty percent of or you could say ninety percent of the people in India would cannot uh, afford Tesla. Afford Tesla, yeah, that's yeah, good. that's the thing. I mean, he has to come up with a new way, like. Uh, iPhone is doing right now. They're selling the old models with a new name and just uh, uh, cutting down the yeah. prices. Cutting so, down the prices. Yeah. So that, yeah. that that is the only way that people might be able to afford Tesla or electric vehicles in the future. Yeah. yeah. But that is the thing. You see, uh, when it comes to phone making and uh, vehicle making for the vehicles, it's everything is quite expensive. For the making of vehicles, it's really expensive. But for phones. 
and you i what even for uh, clothing glasses you know when you buy clothes when you buy glasses imagine you're buying ray-bans those sunglasses which are so expensive like imagine it goes for like 2000 2500 rupees imagine that much and what happened what happens now is imagine now you going to the factory where they make this glasses and you decide to buy there and of course you can't buy there because it's uh, it's there is actually an article that states you can't go to the factory directly and buy it and the thing is just imagine that you go to the factory and you tell them can you tell me the cost of the production of these ray-ban glasses with the logo and everything so technically it's original they would say the cost would be like some 300 rupees 400 rupees that's it the rest of the money is just the company based money mm-hmm. company is pretty much putting in the Rush, filling in the rest of the money. That's yeah, I mean, they the also point. include, uh, it's not just the uh, production cost, it involves the marketing cost, the advertisement cost, and the cost of actually getting to the promoters and etc. There are many, you know, this whole chain of system that dictates the price yeah, of a yeah. product. Yeah, so it's like, true, true. yeah, the production cost is one thing but it happens to be in the olden days that uh, you know like production cost equals to the selling price or whatever now when you see the modern structure of business or whatever it it was advertising costs and many many other costs that actually dictates the what what a product will be sold upon uh, when it releases yeah i mean uh, and apple is a trillion dollar uh a company right if i'm not wrong yeah. yeah is it trillion trillion i think it it is on the course to become a trillion dollar company or i'm not sure but yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's on the course to become one yeah yeah but but it's kind of ironic because uh, apple is such a company you know apple has a streaming service right now apple plus or something right yeah yeah they do have yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it's kind of the look at the arrogance of those people can you imagine yeah. the arrogance of that people it has been i think two, two or three years since it has uh, that uh, streaming service release but yet they have they haven't released uh, st- uh release apple plus for android users or any other uh, system users you know can you imagine oh nice of like them apple they, has always been wanting to be separate from microsoft yeah because it's kind of like the status quo that the status quo they ha- they are deciding to yeah. you know imagine if they yeah. had if they actually make make it accessible for everyone they could earn more profit technically because more audience yeah. will come because unless you and you have an apple device you cannot access the apple plus streaming service yeah but true. Yeah, they are in a way cut, uh, cutting short the available uh, market by doing this by not allowing yeah well, i think what their marketing team was pretty much saying that they probably thought that if we make apple streaming service available for only apple users uh, android users would now shift to apple yeah but you know we would bother with it that's what. i mean there's a long shot right there's a long yeah, shot so there's a long shot that is what That is what you said. Arrogance—that's proper arrogance, right there. That they thought that they could actually surpass. The only them, thing yeah. that is cheap in uh, Apple product is their streaming service. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they are like, yeah. So in a way, I think it's a marketing strategy. They are thinking if we make enough good content over the period of year, maybe more audience or more people will buy Apple products, so that they can access. Apple? 
Apple not just doing this for the money. Let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, really every organization, for... every capitalistic uh, organization is doing for money. Is doing it for money. That's true. Every business but, is for money, man. Like, what are you doing? Honest here. When it comes to Apple, it's like overdoing it because you know now if from here on out, every new Apple mobile phone you go and buy, it will not come with a charger. Yeah. You have to go and buy the charger separately. So you're I mean, literally paying one lakh twenty-five thousand for a phone, a new phone, and then suddenly you're buying a charger separately. And you're buying the earphone separately. And the audacity, yeah, and the audacity of the company to think to say that this is for the environment. Environment, yeah. yeah it actually mean, got me so hard. I was like, nah. That's nah. probably the worst thing they could ever. They are saving costs. They are saving costs. and they are making profits by doing this and yeah. they are at a point now it's like you could say salman khan movies salman khan makes intentionally <laughs> shitty movies because he knows regardless people will go to the theater and will buy the tickets it's like apple is at a point where it is the same they are like even if we make uh, outlandish claim outlandish products people will still flock to the shops and will buy our product true <laughs> true I miss the days when Apple used to try. I you mean, know? I mean, I they I used to pay. It used to be expensive, but they still bought in new things into their, uh, like unique things into their product. I think Apple. Got to buy that I think Apple stopped being experimental the day Steve Jobs just died, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, even though was the guy was a complete shark, let's be honest, he was a proper shark in his company. Yeah, People yeah, yeah. actually. Uh, they realized that he was actually a proper businessman who was such a he was very harsh to other people i mean he, he was, was that you, you cannot even say he was a brilliant a uh, guy who had a business idea he, he was a brilliant marketer he knew how to market a product even if it was unfinished even if it was unfurnished he still sold that product he had this uh, he had this way of connecting with people that's the way yeah, he kind of like brought in people to take this product and be like it completely changed the game when it comes to cell phones by his iPhone when he introduced iPhone so it is undeniable but it is also true that uh, he was greedy like every businessman and yeah, yeah. i think every business is fueled by greed without greed or true, without true. this uh, uh without this mindset of exploiting people You cannot have a successful business, multi-million dollar business. You have to step on so a lot of heads to get there. The reason people tend to say he was harsh was because uh, you know how uh, uh, Samsung, OnePlus, they have Android, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So you know the term iOS, where that came from? No idea. Like apparently, uh, apparently he asked his team that. How do we come up with iOS? Like he wanted a form of iOS. Like at the ter- at the time, the term iOS wasn't there, but he wanted a different form other than Android. He was trying to make sure that uh, he could compete with Android itself. And so he asked his team that how do we do? Of course, as a leader, he delegated and he did that. And so at one point, he asked he he had two teams, and he asked the leader of those two teams to make uh, make something related to Android and present it to me. and make a basic idea on it and pretty much one team came up with iOS and the other team came up with another uh, it was something else actually at the time and I, i forgot the name of the person who came up with that something else i'm not sure who he was i forgot but 
in the end steve jobs loved ios the ios presentation and decided to go with that and later on when he was explaining it to the audience you know where he comes on stage and explains to the audience what the new product is so at that time he comes on stage while he's explaining it to the audience he's trying to he's not explaining the ios at the time he was explaining contact in his phone at that time he was introducing the iphone the first iphone and at that time when he was introducing the first iphone he clicked on contact he says here you can see all your contacts this was never there before in other phones because before that ipods and all never had that phone button and contacts and everything so pretty much in the iphone he showed contacts he was like you can see you can save all your numbers you can just click on anything it's like a phone book but in your phone and pretty much he clicks he says if you don't want a contact you can delete it and he clicks on the name of the of the person who actually presented the bad presentation of the one he didn't like and he deletes that from contact and it's pretty much like you know trying to show that he was disappointed in him and hated like pretty much said he was trying to show it on screen you know being a savage on screen like oh my god in the end that guy ended up uh, uh, quitting his job because of that he it was a huge distress to him and he quit his job and he ended up becoming a biz, a, a big business partner in some another company actually which again that's also a name i don't remember but i guess that detail is not needed at the moment but it was funny seeing that scene in youtube and of course exactly it came to show how much of a shark he can be but i guess all billionaires are sharks otherwise they wouldn't be billionaires i mean you don't get to be a billionaire by doing charities yeah you have true, to pretend true. to do charities to get or be a billionaire yeah i mean yeah uh, i mean uh, anyone can be a philanthropist if they have a billion dollars let's be honest yeah that's the idea yeah it's anyone just a title, that, it's just a title given to you given to businessmen well everything and now they are like uh, we don't know where to keep our money so we have to give it to the unfortunate on the streets so they are like yeah, yeah. they'll take this it doesn't matter to us i mean let's be honest jeff bezos or uh, uh, amazon they have <laughs> they exploit the people from developing countries so much man in terms of employment in terms of everything they exploit them so much yeah. they pay them so much less of money uh and they're still functioning because you know like uh, the governments also are very desperate uh to get these companies in their country so that people can be employed once people are employed it is very much so that government is only concerned for a little bit about employment but no one is concerned yeah. what happens after the employment what is the pay that they are getting are they getting any securities are they getting any benefits from this yeah Or it's more like yeah now you are employed now the company has the license to exploit you at any given level at any given moment you can be fired you can be whatever you want to do because once you're employed the problem of the government is solved now after that it is up to you how to if you want to continue if you want to go back to being unemployed or whatever that's pretty much how school teaches us 
you do realize that school teaches us to be a drone for every company in this world they don't teach you how to create your own business how you you can live your life by being a businessman but you mean, your own company i mean know. we cannot blame teachers on this we can blame the entire education system education system, system yeah. yeah teachers are there to teach us what is in the textbook and few teachers who have this yeah, true, uh, true. who have this uh, what you could say who have this uh, this thought that yeah, yeah this is not enough not either, yeah. like this is not enough this is not enough we need okay, to good ones okay yeah, yeah 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 we need to give them more they are the only ones who actually try to incorporate this ideas that uh, you can do more you you need not have to work uh, and spend your entire life in a single chair you have you can build your own stuff you can be a dreamer you can be a artist or whatever that is the kind of teachers that we need yeah. that is that is sad because our system does not allow us to be creative even if we are creative but eventually yeah. it is all, it all boggles down to this simple fact that we are not allowed to be creative because uh, our parents and the entire system is such that it just pushes us down to the bottom of the ground so that you know we never get to we never get to yeah. be a tree we actually never get to be a tree most of the children in india yeah yeah we are just bent to be a i don't know some some what what do they call those uh, uh, tiny miniature trees in japan we, we are not a tree yeah. we are not a tree we are a leaf because we we are stunted growth as soon as it happen and we need water to keep being alive yeah. and that water is pretty much getting our salary yeah yeah that's all we are barely that's pretty much we barely uh, able to you know branch out into a single structure of branch i guess yeah that's all that's the least that is how they teach us yeah. that yeah yeah that's the education system yeah yeah there is the system that we have so it's it entirely it is very depressing uh, and uh, they are bringing up a new system is, yeah. for the next generation but let's see how they actually implement it because you know we have a terrible record at actually implementing stuff we can just pass the bills in the parliament but we fail to incorporate it properly in, in the grassroots level yeah true my god yeah yeah like also also siddharth also siddharth the sadness yeah yeah, yeah siddharth So uh, as far as I know you actually have been outside of India and you have studied in Bahrain right Yeah I have Yeah can you tell me uh, I'm sure uh, what was the so, difference between of course, in Bahrain it's not a democracy Yeah 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 So yeah. Bahrain is not a democracy it's complete ruling it's the What do you call it? Oh my God! The word is not coming into my mouth now. It's kingdom, right there. a kingdom. Broad Viking. What is that called, though? Monarch. monarch. No, it's called something else. Other, it's not. It's monarch. Uh, you can't say monarch per se, but uh, there was a word for it. It's not. It's right there on the tip of my tongue, but some reason it's not coming out. Oh God! But anyway, when I was studying in Bahrain, uh, I studied in Indian school, so we did study a little bit about India. Yeah. But, it wasn't too we did study a little bit about india but there was also studying about bahrain uh, a lot but of course when in bahrain uh, pretty much we learned that india is a democratic country that's what we learned yeah. but 
let's be honest here since i was in sixth class at the time none of us even though we studied what democracy means we never really understood what it really meant you know like we had no idea what uh because let's be honest here back in those days we used to mug up our books we never really took the t- time to understand what it meant we all we all our kids were really thinking about at the time was quickly mug up study something and then go out and play that's it that used to be the thing so <laughs> so it is same as all indian schools <laughs> when yeah. so back yeah, then how does it feel when it i feel? realized i didn't how does it feel siddharth to be uh, to be part of a monarch and coming back to a dictatorship i'm not going to lie when i was part of a monarch i really didn't see much of a problem but my parents did see some problems happen because in bahrain it's uh, there are pakistanis and indians both together are there but for some reason it's war in that country as well if it's like they fight in that country as well but that happens like so in bahrain if you're not in a gang it's a problem and i know for a fact that if i had grown up and studied in bahrain itself i would have somehow managed to be in a gang because that's what that's the only way you can actually survive in bahrain and as an indian but and goes same thing goes for the opposite as well so pretty much if you are not in the gang you are going to suffer there so as i had a large group of friends in bahrain at that time i'm pretty sure that if we had grown up it would have probably been a gang at the time but that's how it worked in bahrain you know there used to be tons of indians and tons of pakistanis and somehow hated each other like in a different country we are in a different country and we're hating each other which pretty much was a question that the king didn't even look at that that is something the king did not bother about because he allowed indians he allowed pakistanis to move to bahrain even though it's a muslim country it's a gulf country and uh, not muslim it's a gulf country pretty much a lot of arabians with their you know they they're the ones who are usually supposed to be in that country but the king was a good person that's one thing i can tell you he was actually a good person he didn't mind that indians and all were coming to his country to work there to do jobs study he didn't mind that's why indian school and all became a thing and pretty much later on after moving from bahrain coming to india i still had no idea what democratic country meant i'm not going to lie after one year after two years i realized later on that there was something called freedom and we had that uh, laws and articles and stuff which wasn't completely there in bahrain and i learned later on that uh, the, the, there is no such thing as king in india i used to think kings were there in india as well but i realized that it was president and then later on i realized that uh, the presidents are voted it's not done by uh, just being there because in bahrain the reason we left bahrain was because the king decided that he will allow voting by the people the people are allowed to vote but they they can only vote for a king that is within the king's family so whoever is his brother his uncle whoever are there in his big family they can only vote for one of them to be the new king that's what the current king had mentioned and when the uh, voting had begun what happened was there was two sides one side wanted the uh, same king to remain 
and the, the wh- whoever the current king was at the time it was Sheikh Hamad bin Isa Al Khalifa I can't believe I remember that name but it is the name and pretty much uh, that the, there was one side that said that king should remain the king but there was one side that was really bad and wanted the king to change and they were completely terrible people they would go in street they would throw molotovs into random people's house without even bother to warn them they would they would throw like we had apartments so they would just throw into one balcony it would probably enter and go and burn from there and they would cut down people take their arms off and uh, cut them off and take their blood then or put it in or and they'll spread the blood on their white shirt like you know they would just spread it and walk around the entire street it used to be a horrifying scene at the time but and at that point saudi arabia had sent tanks and uh, uh, a lot of uh, military vehicles to help um, calm this down because it was becoming a big problem now and i remember at that time school got cancelled and i had passed exams and easily i had instantly passed exams i got a1 and b1 for no reason a plus a there were grades i was getting it 12th standard who had just done cbsc they got 90% above and i was like so to this day i'll be so uh, envious of them to get 90 90 to 95% just free without doing anything which is so very lucky like you know they really did well for that they got really lucky with that not gonna lie i mean we and got more lucky bro we got more lucky even yes because uh, we didn't do any assignments in college we still got good internal marks <laughs> we still got good internal marks you're not one oh my gosh but and then there was also uh this one uh we, we have a good monument in bahrain i mean not we have we had a good monument in bahrain it was called the pearl roundabout and pretty much they decided to destroy that pearl roundabout because a lot of people tend to go there and do their uh, mass protest and stuff like that which became a problem and the king decided it's time to destroy the pearl roundabout and i remember to this day when the explosion happened it vibrated our house and i could see the smoke in a distance it looked like uh, like a nuke going off but not that big of course because we were quite next to pearl roundabout at the time and seeing that explosion happen and that shock wave like just coming right you know it, it was so weird like you know and at the same time thrilling as well that i could say that it is quite thrilling but of course that was like it was an issue and that's when my parents decided it's time to leave and for some reason yes in bahrain they had uh, respect for indians which which because of that we were allowed to leave bahrain otherwise they would have stayed, made us stay there because when we were in the airport on the way to uh, the bahrain airport to leave uh, the military in that airport asked us are you indians and we said yes we are hindus and we like we are hindus and they just let us go so wow. that pretty much came to show that if you were something else it would be different so i yeah. guess india i guess that's something which you could think of you know the peace we got from india that you know using the peace moments to get independence in india the other countries tend to respect that you know they tend to respect that we did it through peace not through war and of course most indians would have, indians would have their uh, different ideologies on this like how we used peace to win the war and how a lot of people have their own ideologies we can't 
really say no to that. It's their opinion, they it's their choice. But other countries they tend to have that respect that somehow India got independence through just showing peace. You know, it's yeah, <laughs> great. You know, it's kind of fascinating. It's a nice thing to see. That is a great story, man. That is yeah. a great. Uh, I almost felt like you know I was there with you watching all this stuff unfold. It was it was great. Oh it God, was yeah. great. It was great. It's nostalgic. So uh, now it's been almost two years since we have we are done with college, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Can you believe that? Can you believe that it's been two years since uh, everything just uh, Honestly, happened so quick? Like, it probably felt like a year. Yeah. <laughs> It yeah. probably felt like a year at max. Yeah, it's just like uh, what do you what do you what do you thought about our college experience as overall? Like, yeah, how it has impacted your life right now? I was think about college experience and how it impacted my life. I would like to say, let's be honest, so man, uh, <laughs> classes were quite. Uh, it felt robotic it's like to be honest here we did not feel that classes were great to stay in and listen to the teacher none of us both of us did not feel that we yeah. wanted to leave class instantly yeah. that's fact but yeah. i guess we could say we learned through other methods as well like it it doesn't mean that it we had learned through um in class itself like i had my hostel which i had to learn through through hostel i was able to realize what it was to be independent that was one thing that i realized what made me feel finally independent from my parents after living with them so yeah but the thing is let's be honest classes were a little bit of a problem for us because uh, i guess the mams were not really giving us giving us a reason to yeah stay in class and you'll enjoy it like you know you'll do well and you know, it was it was You know, sometimes it's right. So yeah, we both know that feeling. That's yeah, we both we know it even because uh, <laughs> we actually like uh, we were together in most of the classes and we actually sat next to each other all yeah. the time. And uh, moment the class yeah. starts, we used to discuss about uh, uh, what movies are we gonna make, uh, what kind of uh, food are we gonna eat, uh, what are you doing to work today? Today, yeah, yeah those kind of stuff. <laughs> those kind of stuff. Anything but uh, academics. We never went for afternoon classes, have we? Ah, uh, no, no, no. We only oh, went. Yeah, there yeah. There used to be one, right? Yeah, yeah. There used to be two actually, like. Uh, uh to from 2 to 4 4 or 5 pm there used to be classes but uh, we mostly never attended them oh god we mostly never, never attended, attended them i think uh, there was a time we did oh but uh, there was the only time and then we thought yeah it doesn't matter if we go because yeah, yeah. we decided it was enough yeah enough is enough we're going to do something else. it wasn't worth it it wasn't worth it so yeah, yeah. the only yeah and uh, what do you think about 